Welcome to AV Plus, the podcast from Commercial Integrator. I'm Adam Forziati, Senior Web Editor here at CI. And now that I've been working from home for what I can't believe is like two months already, I'd like to think that I'm in more of a groove than I was on my first week. I'm admittedly still working most of the day on the floor with a low table as my work desk, but it hasn't caused any kinds of pains in my back or anything yet, so I'd like to think that it's pretty comfortable. I'm also definitely a, the type of guy who's you know, getting dressed as though I'm still going to work, since everyone has been telling me that this is the only way to take more control over my workday. But to be honest, there are still some things about my time here in quarantine that I think technology could help with. After asking some of my coworkers about what technology could make their remote work experience a bit better, I think the same is true for many of your corporate clients. So on today's episode of AV+, all of the CI editors hold a little Zoom call to talk about what working from home problems they think integration firms could help solve. We'll hear from some of our other coworkers about the problems that they're facing too. But first, let's take a look at this week's AV News to Know. Harman Pro has reissued their uh, their live online learning sessions and workshops through the rest of the month. These will take place next week and will be on a number of audiovisual topics such as front of house monitor mixing fundamentals and architectural lighting products and more. The Audio Engineering Society has launched a $500,000 fundraising campaign to help sustain the society through the coronavirus pandemic. And we've also announced this year's Rising Stars. This is a list of integration firms that you know we think will soon rise to a more prominent place in the industry and very well could be your next big competition. So to see that list and the April 24th edition of AV News to Know, visit commercialintegrator.com. Today, I'm joined by all of my fellow commercial integrator editors via Zoom call to talk about our respective work from home situations. Uh, I'll let each of you introduce yourselves to, so our listeners can get to know your voice a bit. Jonathan, let's start with you. Hey, guys. How's it going? Thanks for uh, having me on. Uh, Zach? Hey, uh, this is Zach. Thanks for having me on. And Craig? And Hi. How are you guys? So, like I said before, I, I wanted to rank you all up for a Zoom chat because there are you know, lots of integration firms looking for work, and coincidentally, there are lots of corporate offices uh, like our office, which are working from home and experiencing some technological you know, difficulties in, in the, that transition. So uh, I reached out to our office to get a sense of what their tech needs and concerns are. But before we dive into that, um, I wanted to ask each of you what your situation has been like. What have you noticed in terms of any you know, technological needs or just personal tech needs that you've run into while you've been quarantined? Uh, yeah, so so for me, I, I've kind of been building myself a, a bit of a, a home office setup over the last five years. Um, so I might be a little bit better off than your average person, uh, but that's only because uh, our company has offered some work from home time uh, for the entire time that I've been here. So uh, over the years, I've accumulated things as I've gone along. So essentially, um, we have a, a second bedroom in our place, no kids yet. Uh, so it's an office uh, slash we have a little futon in here for when people uh, end up staying the night. Uh, but I have a, a desk. I have a, a, my second monitor is just a 32 inch uh, flat screen uh, commercial display that I've had since college that was just sitting around and I managed to never break. Um, I've got HDMI cords uh, connected to kind of like an HDMI switch that you can plug a few of them into. So I have a Microsoft Surface that I have from home. I have a MacBook. Um, that I get from work. So I can plug either of those in and it'll go to the display. Um, and then just, you know, my headphones and I have 
you know, pens and, and paper and things like that all kind of strewn throughout. But I have a, a normal setup. But having said that, um, you know, even even it doesn't compare to being back in the office. You know what I mean? It's it's more of like my um, at home version of, of what the office would be. And then outside of that, you know, and I'm sure everyone does this, but I'll carry my laptop into the living room or the kitchen or the dining room, depending on what I'm doing or, or what I, who I need to watch. Sometimes I got to watch the dog when, uh, my fiance has, um, a video call that she needs to do and, and be locked away in the room for a little bit. So not a terrible setup. Um, but certainly not the same as, as being in the office. What about you, Zach? What are you running to? So I am in my basement, which is like mostly finished, but not quite fully finished because uh, it's really the only space that I could find in my, in my little apartment uh, to plop a desk. Um, first thing I did when we were told to work from home is uh, just bra- brave it and go to a couple of department stores to look for a monitor, um, keyboard, webcam, etc. All sold out everywhere. Best Buy, Walmart. I could not find anything. So I buckled down and uh, just ordered them on Amazon. I mean, it took, you know, weeks, but they found, they got here eventually. But I knew you know, I was going to be here for a while, so might as well wait. Um, so that's actually been a huge plus. I mean, I at work, we have two monitors. So at home, I just have my laptop open and a monitor, you know, uh, extended desktop situation. Like, I'm sure you guys do as well pretty much how it goes. Unlike Jonathan, I carry my laptop around. Sometimes, you know, if it's, uh, you know, in the evening, I'll just open up the laptop and see what I can get done for tomorrow morning if I'm sitting on the couch or eating dinner or something. Um, yeah, I know. Just try to make the best of it, really. How about you, Craig? Yeah, um, so I, I've had an office in, in the house since since we moved in here. Um, so that was kind of, I've basically been mostly mostly using the office. I, I definitely uh, venture out into the, the living room on occasion or, you know, into the dining room or something like that. But primarily been trying to stay in the office. I, I don't have any sort of big screen hook up, hookups or anything like that. So I'm basically using kind of the, the laptop and, and squinting a little bit more than, than, uh, than, usual so my gla- glasses are coming in handy a lot more than they they usually do so so that's 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 kind of been it it's it's it basically kind of keeping <clears throat> it simple i have you know kind of an old headset that i'm that i'm wearing right now for this this call that that i've had for long enough that uh the, the company that that makes it uh, no longer exists it's uh plantronics so really? uh, so yeah so i, I wouldn't uh, i i probably should get an, an upgrade on that uh, at some some point but uh it, um, it it works fine. It, there's not there's nothing wrong with it, but it, obviously it's a a vintage headset at this point. So, uh, but it mm-hmm. it hasn't stopped me from uh, you know doing uh, you know video calls and and kind of the normal course of business at this point. You know, knowing the AV industry, Craig, I'm sure you could probably find somebody who probably knows how to troubleshoot those very same headphones. That is a possibility. There there might be somebody out there who knows what they're doing. <laughs> uh, I, I have to admit. Um, Obviously, our listeners can't see this, but we're on a we're on a video call right now, and what you see um, probably look, looks like a back room, pretty well lit. Um, it is not at all what I have been doing to work from home. This is a lie. I, I am I am coming off like a big fake right now because this is not where I've been working. Um, this is this is where I come to be on video calls. Most of the time, I have to admit, I've been sitting on the floor with a low table in our living room. 
Um, not great for posture, not great for the back. Uh, I know this. I'm doing it to myself willingly because it's very comfortable and it, and it feels like a little confined space where I can just sort of do my thing. Uh, that being said, I do have a large screen right there um, that has come in handy for when I need to do some juggling between applications. But for the most part, I, I've been trying to change the way I work while at home. Like I try to really focus hard on one thing. Whereas if I were in the office, I would, my, my typical kind of work habit is to sort of shuffle between a couple of different things. Uh, just, it, it feels like it helps me focus working that way, but I haven't really had that luxury when I don't have two large screens like I do at the office to sort of, you know, facilitate that kind of, you know, back and forth work style. So I've been really trying hard to just use the one screen on my IT issued laptop to, um, to really focus on what I'm doing one thing at a time. And that has been its own kind of uh, challenge to get used to that kind of work style. But sitting on the floor in my little coop nest thing that I've created for myself has, has sort of helped facilitate that, even though it doesn't look like much. Um, so like I said, you know, I asked some of our coworkers what techniques that they've been you know, running into and they came up with a pretty, long laundry list of, of things that they wish they had. Um, it's, I can almost like hear like the cough, cough IT department, like attitude coming from some, some of the people who have submitted to this list. Um, internet bandwidth was a really common thing. Mm. Uh, a lot of our coworkers have children and partners. So between two adults who need to like work from home and plus their children seeking distractions online, bandwidth has been a really big issue for, for many of them. The, the wireless coverage is also something that I've seen people talking about. It's not just the bandwidth, but the ability to spread out that bandwidth evenly throughout an entire household, you know, with working parents who are trying to distance themselves from distractions if their children are old enough to be by themselves in a different part of the house for most of the day. Uh, lighting quality, obviously a huge concern. We've been writing a lot about human-centered lighting and color temperature and the effects that that can have on, on us as humans and getting used to the, the bluer light in the midday and then the warmer light in the morning and in the late evening or late afternoon. But uh, some of our coworkers just simply need more light in general, no matter what the color temperature is, um, just to look more professional during calls with clients. Noise on those calls is also seemingly a pretty big issue, especially you know for those parents, like I said, who have you know their separate space away from their rowdy kids, still sometimes that noise will kind of seep in from other rooms. And then there was also one response from our coworker, Jeff, who sent in some, some audio uh, that I thought pretty much summed up what most of our coworkers have told me and indeed what we've been talking about thus far. Um, I'll play his little missive now. What I miss most from the office or my biggest technology need while working remotely would be my large monitor. I spend time in a variety of different software programs, and navigation on a small IT-issued laptop isn't always feasible. I find myself running back and forth from the office to the kitchen, doing small menial software tasks that I need a big screen to do them on, while being in the kitchen to monitor my children with their virtual and online schooling. So my number one technology list when working from home would be an option to get a lightweight, larger, more portable monitor to set up on the fly, maybe in the kitchen or the den, to access the software easier than doing so on a tiny laptop. And then, of course, strong Wi-Fi and connectivity is key. 
so Craig and Zach, you guys have been covering a lot of the news from both integrators and manufacturers who are trying to provide some of these kinds of solutions to other, you know, COVID-related assistance and other needs for, for employees working from home. What have you seen in the industry thus far? There are a lot of companies that are trying to come up with product ideas or bundles or, you know, th- things like that to, to solve the, the problem that, that a lot of us are, are talking about when it comes to, you know, connectivity and, you know, displays and things like that. Um, and, and, you know, kind of selling them to, to customers that, that look like they, they might be working from home for a while. Um, Almo just came out with what they call a uh, portable web-based conferencing kit, and it includes a, a speakerphone and a, and a, a, a camera. So that, that's obviously solving a couple of the needs that we were talking about. Um, I, I think that's you know one of one of several examples of, of, of product releases that are that are coming out. That you know companies are, are are understanding that obviously it's kind of a new world right now, and you know who who knows how long we're we're going to be kind of dealing with a lot of this stuff. So they they are trying to make it better for people as you know and, and more comfortable, more like what they're used to, I guess. And and you know that's obviously a good thing. Pretty much uh, the same for me. Uh, I've seen integrators offering what they call uh, work from home kits, essentially a webcam, headset, maybe a microphone too. Um, for me, that would be, that would be a big boost because I'm wearing an Xbox headset. You can't see it now, but it's, it's this big, bulky, white gaming headset. Um, others it's, are it's just very kind 2000 of, chic, though, Zach. You, yeah, you should yeah. be complimented. Thank you. Uh, others are just trying to uh, really just be advisors to working from home. Just being there to answer questions customers have about uh, what kind of devices or technology they need to, you know, be more effective. Um, but it, I think it really boils down to uh, headsets, uh, webcams, because the webcam on, on a laptop isn't usually great. And um, uh, screens, displays, I mean, integrators are, are you know, experts in, in all of those technologies, so why wouldn't they... Uh, you know, be be well suited to, to offer that kind of technology to people working from home. So just just to wrap things up, guys, I was wondering if I, any of you had any kind of more personal technological need that just would make your life better while you've been quarantined, you know, whether it's during work hours or not, like on the weekends, is there anything that you think that technology could do to help you and improve your life at home, given that we don't really know when we're going to be able to go out on the town again? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's the normal stuff. I, I think headsets uh, for work. And then to be perfectly honest, in, in private, and I wrote something about this for Tech Decisions, which is our sister site, uh, just today. But um, what's been kind of a godsend during this time is that so many people that are getting used to video conferencing while they're at work are bringing that into their personal lives and video conferencing with friends and family. And in a time where you're not able to visit um, you know, parents, grandparents, uh, brothers and sisters, friends, um, even when they're right down the street, you, you might not be able to go and see them. Uh, I, I think video conferencing is offered an opportunity. I, I mean, it's the same return on investment that we talk about on the commercial side, right? It's you, you get more productivity, you get that um, face-to-face reaction, you get to read facial expressions, you get to read body language. It's a better form of communication than uh, just being over the phone. And, and that certainly extends to um, uh, to private life and, and, and to friends and, and family members, mm. being able to talk to them and see them, especially when you're not able to go out and talk to and see anybody. Uh, I mean, it's just done wonders for 
Uh, I think people socially, I, I think it's done wonders for people's uh, mental health. And, and certainly, you know, I, I'm someone who uh, my family gets together once a week for dinner, uh, typically. So now we Zoom once a week and mm. certainly not the same thing. But, uh, you know, if you go back 20, 25 years and there wouldn't even have been a way, I, I'm not even sure if there was like multi-line calling at the time where, you know, five or six people could be on the same line talking to each other. Uh, so, so the fact that it's happening now, um, I, I think is truly helpful for people um, as far as just mental health goes, being able to still connect with one another in, in a more meaningful way than even, you know, text messages or, or a phone call would be. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Because a lot of those providers like Zoom, Teams, uh, WebEx, um, Skype, uh, Google Hangouts are really upping their game um, over the last weeks, few weeks and months. Um, and, you know, providing more free services, um, you know, just, just better service overall. Uh, new features like uh, noise-canceling features because you're at home, you have your kids and pets running around, and, you know, you're trying to uh, be on a call for work. But like Jonathan said, uh, so many people are using these just to hang out with their friends and, you know, have a, have a couple drinks on a, on a Friday night or, and, uh, and just hang out. Like we, we have office trivia on Zoom. Um, we're trying to organize a uh, little Friday afternoon hangout sesh on Zoom. Uh, so hopefully we will get that done. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, I'd encourage anyone who's not using uh, those platforms to, to check them out and you know just see their family and friends for the first time in a, a month, over yeah. a month now, two months. Yeah. Yeah, and it's 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 not just you know people our age. I I, I have an eleven year old daughter, and she's she's been actually teaching her grandparents how to use all these web conferencing <laughs> things. Like it it's kind of been entertaining, kind of watching you know from from her side. You know, you press this button or you know look into yeah. the camera and all this other you know just just kind of how she's she's so far advanced compared to you know even what my generation was in, in terms of using some of the, some of these tools so i think in the long run that's actually going to be a good thing for for the av industry too and and maybe it'll get people interested in in you know a, a career in in that space at at some point you know when when they're a little bit older and i'm, I'm not saying that my daughter is going to be in the av industry when she's older but just kind of the the early exposure to technology has been kind of kind of a, a cool thing she she has a a, a, a weekly get together with her class on on zoom that that is kind of kind of neat to watch you know all the little kids with their you know the the brady bunch sort of squares like everybody getting together it's yeah. kind of fun so yeah, yeah i'd be interested to uh i'd be interested to see statistics on it help desk uh once people start coming back into the office and see if a lot more people are uh more tech technologically literate uh, coming back from that, and there's not as much uh, asking for help from IT to set up to get into a video conferencing call, or set up a presentation, or even sign into a VPN and things like that. Yeah, there's definitely been a lot of learning on the fly for a lot of people, but uh, in in the long run, it's obviously going to be a benefit in terms of that. Okay, we're we're all opening up here. I'll let my freak flag fly. Um, I uh, I before all this happened, you know, I would meet up with my friends once a week to play Dungeons and Dragons, which probably won't surprise any of you. Um, but yeah, I hey, and, but you know, we can't do that anymore, obviously. Uh, and that kind of became very clear very quickly. So what we've been doing is we've been using a really interesting platform called Roll20, which kind of allows you to, it acts like Zoom, it's like a video conferencing kind of thing, but then it also allows you to like put up different, you know, like 
pictures and information about characters and like any kind of mechanic related to the game itself, which is pretty interesting. It like makes it automates, you know, dice rolls. It, it automates a lot of that process. And it's not the same, of course, as playing in real life, but it's been really cool to see how technology can fill that that void and kind of hop on and learn a new platform that is easy to learn. And I think that's probably why Zoom has been taking off so much too, is because it's not incredibly difficult. And when people think about learning new office programs, new software, they probably, you know, worry that they're that end users are going to like stress out about learning something new, but it really hasn't been like that. You know, it hasn't been like that to learn, you know, these really modern, impressive softwares. Yeah, if, if we're going total wish list, like uh, dream something that couldn't happen, uh, then I'll throw out having a golf simulator uh, would yeah. be fantastic. It's <laughs> golf. Go, this thing started as soon as or right around when golf season would have started. Me and all my friends play every weekend. So, and and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are the same way. And uh, not being able to golf has been um, brutal. It stinks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So having a golf simulator would would go a long way for me on the weekends and. Uh, but it'll never happen, unfortunately. Finding a Nintendo Switch seems like a dream, too, at this point. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I'd take it, I mean, at this point. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, I appreciate you joining. Oh, sorry. Zach, were you going to say something? I was going to say, um, I've never played uh, this much Xbox in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, maybe since I was 13 was the last time that I was playing this many video games. Yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> Craig, I'd really like to imagine you playing video games. Something tells me you haven't been. What have you been doing to pass the time? Everybody been, wants to know. It's been many years since I played video games and, and probably on systems that you guys have never even heard of. So, um, uh, well, anyways, um, I've been watching, as you might imagine, a lot of classic old sports and old episodes of uh, The Office, which have served as inspiration for, for other things, too. So. But no, thanks, guys. I appreciate you spending some time with me today. Um, I guess we're going to turn this into more of a regular thing in terms of like meeting up as a team, and I, as I'm sure other teams across the country are doing right now. So thank you for proving that the technology has its worth during this time and for uh, sharing your, your stories. Yeah, no problem. Yeah.